Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What up, family? Here go another episode of that talk show. You know, Rock Vintage Media is in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, today's topic is going to be emotional, nigga. You know, because, man, you know, a lot of this, you know, shit been going around, brother. You know that, you know, that the guy got to speak up for. Obviously, you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing good things, man, be sabotaged. You know, over niggas' feelings and shit, you know? And, uh, good things shouldn't be sabotaged based off, you know, how individuals feel about something. You know, for the conduct, you know, that a G must keep. And, now, a lot of these cats, man, they just ain't been keeping that code of conduct. You just get what I'm talking about. The Bluetooth you know? light is ready to pass. So, you know, before we go in, you know, on that particular topic, you know how we do. I ain't got to say no words, right? We just got to get things popping. So we're going to get it warmed up. SM Tinder. You know, let the family get ready for what we're about to bring. Live and we begin right back at you. All right? True story. Y'all yeah, just sit back and relax, family. Try to chill out till then. And you know about authentic media is in the back. Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is always. And then on Sunday, we got... Got Dr. Gabriel Yebu, you know who's gonna be gonna be on every Sunday. The Blue Shoes, the Standard is Time, to you know, coming with that Godhead story. You know what I mean, family? So you got to sit back and enjoy these goodies that should be coming your way. So um, we may not have um. Over to Raleigh Bay with us today. But we're going to have our, you know what I'm saying, warriors with us. The Bluetooth device is ready to pass. So we get some things going on. You know, have some technical difficulties with this music. I'm going to get this shit to pop up. You 
in the spiritual world. However, when we look at the nature between male and female, we'll come to conclude that obviously, you know, females are much more emotional than males, which isn't anything negative. But in order for a woman's emotions to be productive, she herself would have to be attuned to the right channel, how to vibrate on the right frequencies. Because emotions have a yin and emotions have a yin. Like everything, the law of polarity. You know, there's hot, there's cold. You know, there's um, black, there's white. There's heat, there's warmth. There's right, there's left. There's north, there's south. East and west. So the law of polarities. Therefore, if an emotion isn't properly channeled, that particular emotion can cause destructive type behavior that stems from a negative emotion such as anger, violence, slander, envy, etc. But the good side of the emotion which is the opposite of the negative side, the positive side, shall we say, in regards to science, negative isn't anything bad. But when we come to the topic of mortality, we use the term negative with the nose. Bad behavior and positive with the nose could behavior. But actual science, that's not the case. We're moving along. When emotion is channeled on the proper frequency, you see things such as love. You see things such as help. You see things such as care. We see things such as warfare, I mean welfare, excuse me, etc. And the reason, you know, this is being said, because, you know, I've been observing my people and dealing with my people for the majority of my life. And I live in a nation where you have to participate. You know, or we don't have to, but there's a possibility that you will may end up participating 
with different individuals from different cultures, different countries, backgrounds, etc. And pretty sure we all experience different response, or shall I say actions and reactions uh, from these ethnic groups that's in America. And when you look at every ethnic group, you see that they got a code, conduct, or it's sort of like you see a similarity in behavior, not even behavior, but I would say mentality. You see this mentality trend. Even though you'll see different class and people with different mind states, different objectives, different agendas, views and perspectives, within every racial group. However, you will see a certain trend in the mentality of individuals collectively in the categorization of a racial group. For instance, we know that in America, and even say throughout the world, the Nubian racial group, Negroid, Black, lack of worse terms, usually the training mentality that you see is defensiveness, you know, insecurity, and uh, lack of self-love. I don't know if I should say hatred, but lack of self-love. No matter nowhere you go throughout the world, you should see these traits predominantly in the Nubian group. When you look at the Mongoloid group or the Asians, some of the trending traits that you will see in them is um, reservedness, humbleness, hard work. And then when you look into the Caucasian group, you will see that they have a trait that really helps them in decision-making regards to business. And this trait is emotionalist. Right? Give me one second.
good thing about many Caucasians that the admirable ones don't spend their money on emotions. They don't conduct business but emotions. And they're not very emotional for those who are not in their best interest. Emotions is good, properly channeled, and executed rationally. There are traits of men that outweigh women's, and there are traits of women's that outweigh men. And maybe this is the case that men and women shall become mates and help one another. Okay? So they could balance out their cons with their natural pros adversely. So the reason I mention this is because one thing we could credit the Caucasoid group for is being extremely successful in regards to business and the subject of business you can say these people have mastered such a skill and it was the art of their survival because it was their way of getting something for nothing And then turn around and selling you what you gave them for free. Or not even for free, but taking around something to you, but they have bullied you with and from. Many of them very successful from a negative point of view. But in regards to that topic, that subject, they get the, the job done. One of the reasons why they seem to be very successful at this is because in their decision-making, they rational enough to know that when it comes to business, they must separate their emotions that they have towards the objective of the cause in the members who are engaging into the fulfillment of that cause. Particularly and primarily the top players. They tend not to let something that's very emotional and insignificant 
get into the way of them accomplishing their ultimate goal. Other racial groups tend to be a lot more emotional in these terms of relations than the Caucasoids. However, the Negroids feel with so much emotions. So much pride and in time so much grief that they tend to not keep the top players around but to have a continuing engagement Productive relationship with their partners in business or the ones who associate in that business. The reason why, because many don't look past their nose and they tend to put the overall objective and a sabotaging position because of how they felt about somebody within the construct and also how they feel about the construct emotionally. And that there is selfishness. Now, we know the talk is always selfish. You know, we got some parents selfish. You know, we got all people selfish. But they selflessness enough to sacrifice an immediate desire or a minute desire in order to gain the ultimate token. What shall I say? The ultimate position. Negro people, on the other hand, will sacrifice the whole construct over something minute. And usually, you know, uh, remain in harmony with their co-workers, business partners, Because they all are usually afflicted 
put emotional disturbance towards one another. That instead of accomplishing the main objective so it could be successful, it would tend to outlash on certain individuals that they don't like, that made them mad, or something that happened in the company refused to get them a promotion and they thought they deserved it. Maybe they have, maybe they definitely haven't. And because of that instance of emotion, the whole plan of building had been sabotaged, neglected, purposely destroyed. And we need to learn to look at things more logically. Because many of us look from the eyes of emotions. And that's the type of trait that you will would expect, you know, um, women to display. But the state of the African-American family in North America is growing up, being brought up in a home either full of woman authority or a single mother, which is the ultimate authority figure. And usually... She's the only authority figure in the household for her male and female children, which probably don't make it too much of a problem towards the female children, but definitely a problem towards the male children. But then you have males who really supposed to grow up more logical than anything in decision-making, more rational in decision-making, become a lot more irrational when it comes to decision making. You know, things in that nature. And as a result, what tends to appear is a grown man who reacts to a confrontations like a woman. And what I mean by that is when it comes to executing plans, when it comes to establishing, you know, business or, you know, empire, whatever you want to say, organization, we tend to react as females by viewing situations from the, his emotional self more than his mental self. And also seems to be a little, what I say, uh, illusional when it comes to getting things done. 
now, whether we like it or not, you know, there's our traits amongst the female and the male species that are to have a polarity type relationship. Okay, so the reason I'm saying that is that I'm not trying to beat down on either sex, the male or the female. I'm just talking and emphasizing off of the traits that relate to emotional niggas. And we start again to the origin of how this even developed. So, in regards to that, we have males who make decisions just as they see their mother make decisions. From the emotional outburst, you know, based off how they feel, a little bit of anger, then that override, you know, the rational the rationality of their decision-making and become a little passiveness towards getting things done. I could let a certain situation arise, mainly legal when it comes to legal situations. You know, um, Brothers tend to be a little bit passive with that by not handling it properly and aggressively. Seems when it comes to legal issues, Nubians always like to handle it improperly and passively. Instead of demanding and coming to uh Settlements for negotiations, a settlement for compromises, which is one of the reasons why, when it comes to every deal worldwide, Nubian people find themselves at the bottom of it, reaping the less benefits and awards than mainly the contribution that came. From them, or by them, originally. So that's one of the problems that is occurring these days, such as brothers need to. Be more logical. Period. So, you know, I talk to some brothers when it comes to business, and I deal with brothers. Some of our brothers who handle this business not affected by any of these traits. Don't apply to what is being mentioned. Some of them is very logical, complete opposite emotional when handling business and transactional affairs. Then their brothers. 
and very well with that. But on another side, what I see is um, how this was the complete opposite of being reliable. Because, um, you know, I done talked to brothers about economic programs, you know, economic development. Things in that nature. And you know, you when we're talking about economy, if we're talking about business, or anything in that nature, we have to be very serious and very fucking logical and got to make sure that we only make the best and right moves to the best of our ability. Because one wrong economic move, one wrong decision, you know, sabotage a whole economy can make it collapse. What you've seen happen all throughout the world. You know, and usually people don't survive unless they got a very winning team or if they have a team that's strategically um, model backup plans that bounce them back from uh, every fall or every shortcoming they have from just about every angle to their acknowledgement. And, uh, you know, Nubian people tend not to plan. We look at their plans or what they say they have. We see that it's very illusional. You know, brothers will get up talking about, yeah, we're going to get a man, you know. We're going to get our own things, you know. We're going to get our own, you know, uh, cattle industry, you know, we're going to have our own uh, military. And then you ask them the question, okay, brother, um, sounds good. But how are you going to acquire these things? And usually when you ask the questions, some brothers, they give you a very illogical explanation with no logic behind it. And, you know, they're one of the most dangerous things you could do. And talk about something such a serious step or be completely ignorant of it. Usually the ignorance of the individual is, you know, well exposed in regards to these topics. However, some still seem to intrude people into going along with it. 
which I do not condemn. If a brother have a very logical plan, know where he's going, well thought out, well taught out, got the right team, executing, making the right decision, everybody's more rational with their decisions and emotional, and move forward, you know what I'm saying, from, uh, you know, my my new feelings, you know, and, uh, you know, my new confrontations, and continue to, you know, move forward along and above that. But the thing is, when you're challenging some of these individual tours, the weaknesses or the holes that they have in their plan and the model, instead of them accepting it as a constructive criticism, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, a good analysis report that you could be able to, you know, make less mistakes during the establishment or the erection of your construct, others tend to respond a little bit emotionally, outmatching. Usually like the mother feel at home when they do something bad. You know, and uh, getting very emotional. You know, we get emotional, we tend to uh, slander, use profanity, raise our voice. And a lot of times the matters don't even be worth all of that type of energy. Things of that nature. But because of this type of reaction, it sabotages relationships with individuals who are a part of that construct who made enormous contributions and willing to continue to make enormous contributions it was definitely, definitely, definitely a very powerful source. But due to something very minute and in order for some brothers to um, satisfy their ego, the ego of emotionally reacting towards being the boss with the puff of the supreme haughtiness, hostility, disrespect, which are projections of the negative emotion stemming from the level of arrogance, the level of pride, which is another trait that seems to get into the way many of our people when they come to the position of authority. I haven't really seen too many brothers who were able to maintain a level of high humbleness as they excel their ranks. More of always a declaration of them rising to the top and what they had accumulated. And then the condemnation of people who haven't reached that status. Which caused an imperialism type viewpoint 
doors to people in that construct and cause uh, conflict of class within that construct as well. But takes a lot of energy to want to maintain the ego to success. It's like taming the wild cobra. But in order to prevent being in a deadly situation, it has to be changed. And unfortunately, many brothers don't come nowhere near towards taming the deadly serpent of the ego. And because of that, whole organization, establishment, programs, projects get destroyed in order for one to satisfy their ego. For no other greater reason than just a satisfaction of ego. Well, unfortunately, because of this, many have suffered. Many have sacrificed all their time and all their wealth, all they have, for something that didn't go through. As it get explored and neglected, suppressed, unacknowledged. But with no healing, no reparation, retribution for that particular outcome. Collectively, people of that particular group tend to be discouraged, hopeless, and not motivated towards productiveness amongst the racial group. Plenty of times I had to take chances. Developing relationships with the intent of executing projects with members of my people and then they come into fruitation because of egoness. Because of emotionalism. Competitiveness. Mm. 
Well, we view everything from that, but not from a logical standpoint. So it causes it to become separate entities with a particular strength or many weaknesses. For each of us to be a unified entity that can fulfill the weakness of an overall construct, making them all strengths in a solid force to emerge. But however, Many allow the greed, the emotions, and ego sabotage an opportunity such as that. I have to see so I happen to see it happen so many times. Amongst our people. And in order for us to truly be successful, we had to get rid of this emotional negativity. The Bluetooth device is ready to tap. Okay. Gotta start making decisions like a man. Stop making decisions. You know, like a woman. The right family. And we'll be back in a little bit. Go ahead and uh, have a quick little break. Then we're going to go back in. Broadcasting media. Every Saturday and Sunday, 7 p.m., we on the dial. Just keep in mind that on the 2nd of January, we're going to have the Bill Center Show Gilead. All right.
military strategist. You know, another brother may be very, you know, saying the fluent in economics. You know, another sister may be very fluent in secretary. Another sister may be, you know, very fluent in treasury. And every time we see a brother or a sister that's more fluent in a particular talent than we ourselves in, it seems like envy tends to arise, as if he was supposed to be a good economist, treasurer, you know, um, legal advisor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like you were supposed to be influent in every single lab one of the departments, more influent than all of our people. You know what I mean? We got to stop thinking in our head, man, that we better than all of our people. Because that was so much of the envy coming from because we as individuals feel like we are more superior than all of our other brothers and sisters. And then we said brothers and sisters out wearing certain things like this enviness arise. You know, this competition arise. All this emotional stuff arise that results that into hatred towards one another, results into violence towards one another. Results, you know what I'm saying, into fights amongst one another, into slandering towards one another, into neglecting, you know what I mean, and becoming a destructive, provocatory agent to whatever it is we want to attain. You know, in uh, this type of, type of trait, these type of emotions that infiltrate, you know, the ciphers amongst our people is the question that need to be asked is how can one be successful? So much opposition. Now the ones who still who've been leading us for decades had to come to the realization that in order to deal with our people, this is going to be tremendous amounts of pain that you as an individual have to endure because of the oppression, the slanderness, the attack that you got from your own people, you know, doing your mission of liberating. It was even more difficult to bear with is that there's a possibility that you become a martyr, a martyr. In other words, dying for the cause of receiving nothing in return, which many of our fathers had done before us, gave up their life to this very single moment of what we perceive as freedom, such as now. You know, for us to aid into our oppression, our suppression, amongst one another is basically showing no appreciation towards them becoming a sacrificial man for the liberation opportunities that we have now as a people. But this tend to become overlooked and because of the lack of um, self love that we have for one another. You know, and uh, we continue to overlook 
because of our, you know, uh, the selfishness that a lot of our people enjoy. So in every, it's a selfish move to remove your burden and lift it up to the next generation. You understand that that's a very selfish act. And that's what's going on in our community. Not only that that's happening to the following generation amongst our people, but we take a whole burden and we lift it upon our children without any guidance on and how to remove this burden, how to maneuver and navigate this burden, nor do we give them the signs of what type of angles of oppression that they will have to defend themselves against within the construct of the society, which many of us have became victims, but for some arrogant reason, we think that our children will be exempt from such an oppression. We make this cycle into continuation. Understand? So, with an illusionary mind state, with a mind clouded with emotion instead of rational and logical thinking, the problem that you see today amongst the Nubian people will most likely reoccur. It's the same thing that's still being done today as they were before. Cycles are sometimes, somehow. And in a precise matter of time, shall be broken. Shall be broken. You know, and it's the now that's going to determine the future. So the process of breaking this cycle has to start now. So it will not reincur in the next generation. Because our ancestors sacrificed their life just for to be in this mood, this moment, that we could put the world in our hands. And right now, we have the cards in our favor. Right now, we have the resources in our favor. Right now, we have the people in our favor. It's just that now we need a mature leader to make decisions in the best interest of all of our people and not themselves. And to know that this is beyond any type of emotional input that is circulating within yourself. You have to understand that that should not be outputted into the overall objective, construct, establishment that has been initiated by our people collectively. This is very essential for consideration. Okay? So this whole emotional nigga syndrome 
What's going on amongst the brotherhood? We need to come to an end. But men, we got to make decisions as men. We got to view things from the logic of men. And we got to make it the bigger picture. Instead of the smaller picture, like children. We have to look beyond our nose. Which means that we got to look further ahead. And not just that single step that's in front of us. But we got to know how to take that step that's in front of us. While still being able to see many steps ahead. And visualizing yourself. Seeing yourself. Manifesting into them steps. And going to where you have to go. There's so many great movements. So many great organizations. That have been initiated and emerged. That had to be subject. Subgated into failure. Because as an emotion. Or emotional gratification of an individual or individuals. But the problem is, we think more of ourselves than we think of our children. We're not concerned about this generation, and we're definitely not concerned with the next. And usually the next generation got to carry on the burdens of the following generation because of emotional disputes against one another. You know? So, keep that in mind, my people. And uh, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of Authentic Media with your host. Moon to Hoodie Haru L, aka Moon to Hoodie Shayashua, the head of wisdom and salvation. You know, and um, every Saturday, from about 7, anyway, to 8.30, sometime 11 o'clock, and every Sunday, first three weeks of the month, it's from 7 to 9 EST, but the last week of each month, this is 7 p.m. to about 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here at Rothentic Media. All right, family? So I want to thank y'all for calling in. This is about the end of this particular presentation. So y'all be good out there, man. Keep y'all heads up. Unify. And don't let nothing signify where we go. Thank <laughs> you. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.